Well, I understand there have been uh, quite a few significant developments since Karma last spoke with the AEC, uh, one of which I believe, Jeff, is that we ha- now have confirmation of all the candidates from the upcoming federal election. We do. Uh, the declaration of nominations, which was held this week, uh, has occurred, and we now know that we have a, a total of 12 House of Representatives candidates uh, and 18 for the Senate in the Northern Territory. As people may not know, uh, early voting services are actually going to be made available soon as well. What, what can you tell us about that? So the first early voting centres in the Northern Territory open next Monday, the 29th of April, uh, both in Darwin and in Alice Springs. So we're looking forward to uh, delivering services uh, and uh, allowing people the opportunity to vote. In terms of those locations, Jeff, can you give us some details of where they are and how people can go about that process of uh, you know, doing their voting early? So uh, in Alice Springs, uh, from next Monday, 29th of April, we have a premises available at uh, 21 Gregory Terrace, so people can go along there and uh, cast an early vote. Uh, if they're eligible, of course, there are some eligibility criteria. Uh, in Tennant Creek, uh, services will be offered from Wednesday the 15th of May at the Barclay Council Town Hall. Uh, and in Yulara at the Lions Club building, um, Friday 17th of May and Saturday the 18th of May, and all this information is available on the AEC website. In terms of that um, eligibility for that, can you detail a little bit about you know how people can actually be eligible to vote early? Yeah, so there's a range of eligibility criteria, uh, again, available on the website, but they include for someone that's not in their home division on polling day, they'll be eligible for an early vote. Uh, for somebody who's uh, more than eight kilometres from a uh, polling place on polling day would also be eligible. And also if uh, someone was caring for uh, someone that was, was sick uh, or they had a work commitment that they were unable to, to break, they would also be uh, eligible for vote, a vote. Earlier this week, the member for Lingiari, Warren Snowden, was critical of, of the AEC when discussing the amount of people enrolled, in particular in Lingiari. Can you uh, give us any sort of updates in terms of enrolments or anything like that in the seat of Lingiari and, and sort of a, across other parts of the Territory as well. How is that looking? Have we seen any increases? Yes, yeah, so the Northern Territory electoral roll now uh, is uh, sitting at around 139,000 people. That's that's up from 130,000, 133,000 people uh, in uh, 2016. So that's an increase of approximately 6,000 across the Territory since 2016. Uh, in terms of Lingiari, there's an additional 6,900 people on the roll since 2016. Uh, would also note that there was a, a redistribution in 2017, which uh, moved some Solomon electors into the division of Lingiari. The increase in Lingiari is around about 3,400. So the role is certainly in better shape in Lingiari than it has been previously. But of course, we'd still like more people uh, to be on the role. And in terms of getting more people engaged, what are some of those measures that the AEC have been doing over the years to get those people enrolling? Yeah, so the, the AEC uh, has delivered a number of programs. Uh, one of the programs that uh, we delivered in 2018 was our Electoral Awareness Officer Program. This is a trial program into uh, three communities in Arnhem Land uh, where we employed uh, local local people delivering messages in language, education and enrolment messages um, just to increase uh, the awareness of community people on uh, the requirements of uh, enrolling and voting. Uh, and we also uh, took a number of enrolments. So we got some good information 
from from that trial program, uh, which has informed things like our our new videos that we've produced. The AC's produced uh, a number of videos in language, uh, which are now available for people, including uh, how to uh, how to enrol, uh, how to vote and vote formally, uh, and also the importance of participation. Now let's continue talking sort of about remote remote polling services in particular. Last time you spoke with Philippe, I understand locations were still to be determined. What updates can you provide us about this? So the remote polling schedule has been finalised uh, and that will be published uh, on the AEC website. We're also uh, running a number of advertisements in uh, regional newspapers, so those locations will be uh, will be noted in the newspapers. But again, the website will have the locations. The remote polling teams will start their work on Monday the 6th of May. So we'll have 16 teams across the Northern Territory. We also have two teams into the APY lands, uh, and we're managing six teams into the Kimberley area in Western Australia. So uh, in total, uh, across the Northern Territory, 200 locations visited by the teams uh, in the Northern Territory uh, and across uh, all three jurisdictions, something like 300 locations uh, across the two-week period. We deliver remote polling services in partnership with the Department of Human Services. So that's been a terrific relationship for us uh, over the last couple of elections. So we're able to uh, have Department of Human Services staff in the teams. We use uh, the four-wheel drive vehicles, uh, and that's really improved the way we deliver services into communities.